Okay, on the phone today, we have a very special guest who's going to be speaking at a free continental breakfast for Youth Unlimited happening this weekend at Northwest University. Uh, we are talking with William Paul Young. Hi, Paul. You just like to go by Paul, I guess. I do. It's my middle name, but uh, it'd be confusing with four generations of Williams as first names. So we all go by our middle names, and I'm Paul. And you are the author of a very popular book, came out a few years ago, called The Shack. Tell us a little bit about the story behind The Shack. I know it was kind of a publishing phenomenon. Yeah, you know, nobody saw it coming, and uh, that would definitely include me, you know, because I've always written um, like anybody does. You write stories and songs and short you know, poems or whatever, and you give them to your friends and family, and they think you're wonderful uh, because they love you. And so I've done that for years. Writing, writing was a way to get out of my, uh, get my inside world out. And uh, and so you know, this was this was about a four year. Uh, my wife Kim encouraging me. Would you just, as a gift for our kids, one day put in one place how you think because you think outside the box? And hmm. and um, I had. 40 minutes each way on a train, uh, and uh, I thought, you know what, I could, I could do this for Christmas. I'm finally old enough that I feel like I'm healthy enough. And um, I got it done for Christmas, made 15 copies at Office Depot, <laughs> uh, gave them to our six kids, our youngest who's 21 now, and um, the excess gave to friends and went back to work. Never even, never even thought about publishing anything. I've never done it and didn't know that world. And then my friends started giving it away, which led to uh, just an array of God's sense of humor. Hmm. And, uh, and the book eventually um, was turned down by 26 publishers. So a couple guys who wanted to make it into a movie created a publishing company. And one of them shipped books out of his house at night because he was putting in people's sprinkler systems during the day. <laughs> and we had a little website. And in a world where the... Average number of books uh, are sold. Like uh, if you have a, if you write a novel, you'll sell probably between two and five thousand copies, depending on how many friends and family you have. And uh, and in that world, in the first thirteen months, because I was working three jobs, so I wasn't directly involved, but uh, we spent less than three hundred dollars in marketing and advertising, and shipped over a million copies wow. in a garage and two storage units. So totally a god thing. Totally God's sense of humor. Um, well, very incredible in so many respects. Well, I'm and, one of uh, the only people who hasn't yeah. read The Shack. Why do you think that it, <laughs> what, what, what do you think is the, the nugget that comes from this book that seems to have touched so many people's lives? You know, um, as, as you can imagine, we've done a lot of thinking about that because it was such a surprise. And I think one thing is that it's, it gave people a language that they didn't have before. It gave them a language to have a conversation about God that wasn't religious. It was relational. And the second thing that it really did um, is it, it, asks, it asks people's questions for them, things that they've always wondered and thought about, and then allowed them to talk about their own great sadnesses. It, it validated the pain side of existence in our life that so often is kept hidden or secret, whether mm-hmm. it's addictions or abuse or, or whatever. And it gave people permission to talk about that. And, uh, and that combination turned out to be uh, right inside a sweet spot inside our humanity mm. around the world. Mm. So um, the book is now in 43-plus languages, and, wow. and uh, it's become this m- major phenomenon 
globally, uh, which, no, like I said, 15 copies did everything I ever wanted it to do. So <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the joy of participation in, in a relationship with a God who's always been bigger, and we just didn't know it. Well, it, it caused some, uh, some controversy within Christian circles because it wasn't orthodox necessarily as far as, like I, th- I think you said, it presents God as a, a big black woman. Is that what the God is? Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> so it, it has some yeah. different ideas, but again, what you're trying to get at, though, was some of the greater truths uh, behind uh, the questions people ask of God and, and religion. And, uh, and I think story does that. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we're attracted to Lewis and Tolkien and Dorothy Sayers and mm-hmm. Chesterton and, and George MacDonald. And, you know, um, it, um, that's why parables are so powerful, mm-hmm. because they're, they're not real, but they're true. And and story has a way of creating space in which um, we can hear the Holy Spirit for ourselves, mm. and um, and it did that. So I used I used different imagery um, inside story, but it was imagery that then would ask us really um, certain and and um, unveiling questions about the paradigm that we're inside of, because every one of us is inside one, and um, a good conversation will ask questions about not not just what we believe, but why we believe it. Well, your book has touched so many people's lives, and you're going to be discussing this, and also a great organization that you've teamed up with for a benefit event this Saturday. Uh, tell us about uh, Youth Unlimited. Now, this uh, is a, an organization that was founded by a friend of yours, I guess. Yes, uh, Betty and Blaine Greiner. Um, I, I knew them before they were married, and, and uh, we went to school together back in Saskatchewan in the mid-1970s. So <laughs> it was a little while ago. Hmm. And um, um, they started an organization. They have such a sweet ability to get inside the world of teenagers. And um, a lot of our evangelical heritage has, has related to um, the world outside of our group uh, from the head. So we start with the head, and then we might give you some of our heart, and then uh, we might even uh, extend our hands a little bit. And we're watching that change, especially with the, this generation coming up. They want to be involved in something that actually matters. And so we're shifting so that we, we start with the hands, and then we move to the heart, and then uh, to the head. And a lot of times it's, it's the extending of the hands that not only changes their world to whatever degree but ours. So Blaine and Betty, they take young people, teenagers, um, all over different places um, to extend the hand, to do construction, to build things, to um, meet people in the, in the middle of their garbage dumps or slums or whatever. And, and it changes not only the worlds that they interact with in a very intelligent and compassionate way, but it also changes the lives of these young people. It takes them out of, you know, especially in our Western world, we can get, we can begin to think that the way we live is the norm, and and we think that our materialism and our happiness or joy are somehow uh, correlated, and we find out that that's not true. That that any interaction is a two-way street, and it's for both people involved. And Blaine and Betty have done a phenomenal job of introducing young people to a bigger world and a bigger heart. And um, and so yeah, so I love what they're doing, and 
and uh, and I'm doing this because I love what they're doing. Well, this is, uh, if you'd like to hear more about this great organization, again, a special free continental breakfast happening at Northwest University's Butterfield Chapel this Saturday from 9, uh, starts at 9, I guess doors open at 8, get the best seats there. Uh, uh, you'll be speaking, uh, Paul, as well as some music from John Bryan, and I guess Blaine is going to be speaking as well about uh, this wonderful outreach. Sounds like a great thing for maybe youth pastors to get involved with, take their youth group uh, on a trip with Youth Unlimited. More details at youthunlimited.us and also at kcisradio.com. Thank you so much for blessing so many people with your writings and your thoughts about the Lord, Paul, and we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And thanks for doing this. Thanks for uh, partnering with us and helping Blaine and Betty and and their vision as well. So much appreciated. Blessings on your day.